I was up in the high country, by Australian standards, around Jindabyne, testing the new Nissan Navara. In the one-tonne Ute market, there is a wide variety of customer needs. Much publicity has been given to the seven-day-a-week segment that favours the dual cab where the ute tray might be used for carrying tools during the week, but the vehicle has a specific function with the family, and on weekends it is more likely to be carrying bikes or surfboards in the back. When the all-new Navara was launched nearly two years ago, Nissan proudly spoke of the 27 different model specifications that covered single-cab, king-cab and dual-cab configurations with a chassis or pickup tray. But no amount of internal review can guarantee the moving target that is customer desires. Nissan has now released the Series 2 version of the new Navara and have added another specification level across all their model configurations. We asked Richard Emery, Managing Director and CEO of Nissan Australia, how this came about. It was really about customer feedback, really. Uh, we had a number of uh, fleet and small to medium enterprises talk to us around um, the products that we were offering, particularly the, the gap between the RX and the ST model, and, and they felt that there was an opportunity to meet their needs in terms of price and specification to have a vehicle that kind of sat in between. So we went back and had a look at what we had on offer, uh, and certainly around engine performance, um, the, the body itself, and, and also the specification, particularly with the rubber mat and things like that and uh, yeah uh, talk to Thailand about being able to build us that option and that's uh, what we've been into being able to introduce it. It's part of the Morris tradey end of that market was it it's with things like rubber mats so that it's easy to clean? Yeah look we, we looked at uh, our, our RX model which we thought was going to be the tradey fleet product uh, and actually what the consumers was, or the customers were saying to us what yes that, that's well priced but actually we want some more specification and we are prepared to pay for that extra specification so we were able to go back and, and, and kind of find that nice medium place between the RX and, and the ST to provide that SL model for, for that market. As I drove several of the dual cab pickup range through the mountains, I pondered how sales have gone in the two years since they introduced the all new model. In the two years since that new model came in, how's it been going? Well, they've sold and uh, increased their sales significantly. The four wheel drive market in 2016, uh, their four wheel drive version, was up about 13 or 14 percent. Now their two-wheel drive version, which doesn't sell as bigger numbers, but in percentage terms it's had a huge increase. It's up 78% again in 2016. For the Series 2 makeover, the engines are the same, being either a single or twin-turbo 2.3-litre diesel engine with a standard 6-speed manual or optional 7-speed automatic. Some of the competition have bigger and more powerful engines, but the other side of the coin is that the Navara has the best fuel economy in its class. For most driving, the power was sufficient, although when we were towing a small camper trailer, it took time to build up speed and there was no accelerating up reasonable hills. Not everything about the new model was putting in extra bits and pieces. Nissan has removed the rear cup holders. I asked Richard if this was a way of discouraging the idea of drinking and driving. 
<laughs> no, look, it was, it was feedback from customers to say, look, uh, glad that you've considered that we need um, uh, cup holders in the back, but uh, um, the where they were positioned wasn't ideal uh, for, for people uh, sitting in the back seat. So, uh, And they were relatively easy to, if you weren't using them for that, they were kind of somewhat obstru- obtrusive. So, yeah, we took the decision to take them out. But one of the big standout features for the Navara, first introduced in 2015 and continued in this makeover, is its coil spring suspension in the dual cab models, which is associated with more car-like comfort and performance rather than the traditional leaf spring suspension that is typically seen as part of a rough and tough work vehicle. Has that been a good, solid selling point for the car? There's no doubt we've gained customers because of that uh, decision. Uh, and I think that's the changing customer demographic of what they expect from one of these vehicles nowadays. So the dual cab ute is now not just simply a, a harsh utilitarian weapon to carry things. It, 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 it has to do a whole range of things uh, and it has to be comfortable and it has to have a dual purpose or dual use and certainly Navara and, and Nissan's attitude towards this particular segment uh, has been driven by the fact that there is a more discerning customer expectation about how the car drives, uh, what it's like to sit in and be with uh, and we've certainly seen growth in Navara sales to people who I would say use it as a dual purpose family vehicle as well as a work vehicle uh, and I think our car scores really well in that space and we're, we've certainly been successful in that space. Richard did go on to say that some customers were concerned that the suspension was not what they would want for their heavy workload but the overall result was in favour of more buyers. For the updated model, they have enhanced the suspension to make it more compliant, but mainly for aesthetic reasons, to make sure the tail of the vehicle, especially with a load, does not appear too low. We found that the new model, like the previous version, had a good ride in the urban and dirt situations, not as smooth as a car, or even as good as most SUVs, but these dual-cab utes have come a long way. The dual-cab ute market is following a common trend of moving toward more automatic sales, but Nissan still offers 13 varieties with manual gearboxes. But at the launch it was noted that many young people are not learning to use these transmissions. One journalist suggested that driving a manual should be a necessity to getting a trade qualification. Another journalist who has a sense of humour and who learnt to drive in the good old days has an image of this country as a down-to-earth practical culture. He thought that a manual driving licence should be part of a citizen's test. The new model starts at a retail price for a single cab chassis two-wheel drive at $26,000 or nearly $32,000 to get it on road, including a tray on the back while the cheapest dual cab pickup has a retail price of $33,000 for a two-wheel drive manual or nearly $37,000 to get it on the road. The -the top-of-the-range four-wheel drive dual cab pickup with sunroof retails at $55,500 or $60,000 drive away.